Welcome to Discurious Media. This is That's a Crime. I'm Jason Connell. And I'm Sal Rodriguez. All right, Sal, we are back for another crime. Yeah, and just like we promise, we cover everything from a misdemeanor to a murder. And we are light on misdemeanors, it turns out. <laughs> they, they don't publicize many misdemeanors, apparently. No. So tonight we're making good on that. And we have a misdemeanor in store. Whoa. Nice. Yeah, I know. Well, we had some lighter crimes. Let's be clear. Coin thief. Yes. I, that was pretty light. The movie theater manager selling blow. I guess it's funny, but not mm. a misdemeanor. No, 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 no. Because things could be light, but yeah. there's still a felony. <laughs> right. And even Dana Plato, we really did a deep dive into her whole career, highlighting and spotlighting the video store robbery, but she did that with a gun. So although she yeah. really didn't get in that much trouble, it wasn't a misdemeanor, right? You know, so. uh, it's interesting when you look at misdemeanors to felonies. For example, UFC superstar John Jones recently arrested for spousal mm -hmm. battery in Vegas. Mm -hmm. He went to Las Vegas, I think, to be inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. And while he's there, gets into a domestic dispute with his wife. Oh, no. Hitting his wife is a misdemeanor. But somehow he damaged the police vehicle. He banged his own head on the car or punched the car. Felony. Hitting the car is a felony. Hitting his wife is a misdemeanor. That sounds like something we should cover on. That's a crime. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. Everybody check out John Jones, UFC champ. I don't think he holds a title at the present moment, but uh, definitely a UFC superstar and has been into a, a whole battery of trouble over the years. Wow. Well, pivoting to what we're doing tonight. We are going to be breaking down the true crime story of the student crashes drone at Kentucky football game in 2015. Mm, yeah, I've got a love hate thing with drones. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait to hear. So I'm ready to jump in if you are. Sure, I'm all set. All right. So on Saturday, September 5th, 2015, the Kentucky Wildcats football team was all set for its season opener against Louisiana Raging Cajuns at Commonwealth Stadium in Lexington, Kentucky. However, just prior to kickoff, a drone, which Sal is an unmanned miniature helicopter, for those that don't know, I know that you know this, sure. crashed into glass on the sweet level of the south side of the stadium. Sure. I've also had the, I don't know if you call it pleasure, but uh, privilege, I guess, of going to military bases and seeing actual military drones up close and personal. Wow. And these are plane size. They're, they're planes, yeah. but there's no there's no cockpit. There's no front windows. Right. It's just blank in the front. Uh, interesting sight. So, yeah, drones come in all shapes, sizes and levels. This is not that drone just to be clear, <laughs> for our listeners. Thankfully. Thankfully. Right. So any thoughts so far before I keep going? Uh, yeah, I want to hear what this guy has to say about his his actions. I'm looking forward to what his defense is. So now. Several of the sellout crowd of nearly 63,000 fans stood just below the crash site. But fortunately, Sal, no one was injured. Yeah. Good. However, this event did lead to a student being charged with a misdemeanor crime. There we are. Misdemeanor. There we have it. So already, you know, I'm surprised I haven't seen this more often, just the access, the ability to get drones into this type of stadium. But oh, yeah, this yeah. could have been bad out of the gate, Sal. You got 60,000 people 
a lot of them screaming, many sure. inebriated. Oh. And here comes this drone that he loses control of. I say he, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Yes. And could have done anything to somebody. I mean, it's a projectile. What if he lost control and it's going fast? It runs into glass and probably shatters whatever, the drone's down. This could have been bad. Yeah. So it brings to mind the question, how did this happen? How did he lose control? I'm imagining he should be an experienced drone pilot. If you're willing to attempt a stunt like yeah, this, yeah, you should exactly. know what you're doing. Right. And it's a misdemeanor at this point. But what if some of those people had been injured? Does it turn into a felony yeah. if there's accidental injury? I mean, what if, for instance, I've seen this in football games before, where the ball is being kicked over the net, like on a point after or a field goal. And I've seen people leap fans leap to catch a football going over the edge and wiping out what if someone jumped up trying to catch said drone oh, and they got injured that way right who knows yeah. anything could have happened and sure. this kid most likely would have been liable if not the university or whomever well moving on the guilty party here was 24 year old law student yes nice. i said law <laughs> student peyton wilson sal you would have assumed he was more familiar with the law yeah, maybe he was a uh, entertainment law or is, <laughs> yeah. is, is there animal rights law? Maybe yeah. some other law having nothing to do with drones or football. <laughs> a criminal law. Yeah, exactly. Well, originally, Wilson faced a charge of second degree wanton endangerment. Yeah. Pleaded guilty to misdemeanor criminal trespassing and paid a $100 fine. $100? Seriously, well, I say he got off pretty easy. I mean, I didn't even know there were fines that low. Exactly. A hundred dollars. What? What? That was in Kentucky. Is that why? It was. I don't know about that. I don't know. I'm Is just, that like I'm a, just stating the facts here? I don't know why, why it was reduced. Maybe his good behavior. But what I haven't shared yet is this, because it could have been worse, as we talked about earlier. Yeah, But as part of the pregame festivities, an aircraft flew over the stadium. I know you've seen this before when they have jets go over. Oh, sure, sure. But yeah. in this instance, this aircraft flew over and let out four military parachuters, right? What? So they're jumping yeah. over the stadium to land, sure. bringing the game ball with them, which is kind of cool. Wow. And a bunch of American flags. So yeah, Holy this cow. is like first game of the season. Kentucky Wildcats are going crazy. Although it's yeah. a basketball school, they also have a football program and it's getting yeah. better. So they're coming down. And as they're coming down, according to university police, yeah, one of the parachuters had to take emergency evasive maneuvers to avoid contact with the drone. That at one point in time was only 20 feet from his parachute. Wow. Now, he also apparently had a very hard landing, hmm. but fortunately, again, was not injured. So this could have been catastrophic. Well, hang on, Jason. I'm also wondering if it's entirely possible that this parachutist just had a rough landing and blamed the drone. Yeah, that darn drone. <laughs> you weren't even near that drone. <laughs> the drone was 50 yards away. We don't know what you're talking about, sir. No, so this guy's already got the drone in there over the 60-something thousand student body. Here comes, you know, these parachuters coming down, and he's just kind of bird's eye view moving around. I mean, it could have been worse. Hell, he could have obstructed the aircraft itself. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot at play here. Isn't there also something about uh, radio signals themselves? I mean, you remember how they used to have yeah. us turn off our cell phones on the plane and all that? They still do. So they our still airplane do. Okay. mode. Oh, our airplane mode. But my point is, is that, 
there's a lot at stake here. You have an actual object hitting something, but then you have also signals that can be a problem. Yeah. Who knows? Well, as for Wilson's motives, his goal was actually to launch a drone photography company. And Sal, I'd venture to say this company probably never got off the ground. Nice. It took me a second. (laughs) But you know what, though? I bet you it could have taken off. I mean, talk about we're in the era where no publicity is bad publicity. That's true. Any publicity. Imagine this guy. All the stations are probably tuned in or at least have some footage of this. And then they probably would go into uh, an interview with this guy. So I would imagine that he could have used this, used this publicity to actually help launch the company itself. If that was his true, like, golden life. I think he was launching this thing. He's a law student. I think it was more shame what happened. And I'm getting to that in just a Mm. second. So to me, it wasn't clear how they identified Wilson or how quickly Mm. they did so, right? Here's a guy. Mm. Did he attend the game and he's got his controllers? Is he on the outside? Is he in his car? I don't know. But I do know that Wilson fully cooperated with the police and made the following statement. It was an incredibly humbling experience to be subjected to both media criticism and even my peers and colleagues. However, I would still venture to say drones are going to prove a very useful commodity. And Wilson also said that the judge did not return his damaged drone or the iPad he used to pilot it. And so that said, I'd still say he got off super easy, but you can just tell from his comments that he was embarrassed, ashamed pivoted away and didn't launch said company. But if that was a company that was already going and kind of prospering, yeah, you're right. This bad publicity could have been good publicity. Did you see the video? I actually put a link in the notes. Did you see? Oh, no. It was pre-crash though, pre-crash. So you're just getting like, you're not even seeing the drone's footage. You're seeing someone filming the drone over this big sea of students. Yes. Well, you know, I got to tell you, I really want to see the footage. Yeah. If there is any footage, this doesn't say we don't have any information about the footage. No, and only the actual not, not footage video. is probably gone. No, but you know what? This goes into my love-hate relationship with drones. I love drone footage. Drones can oh. access areas yeah. Yeah. never before accessed. Yep. So I can appreciate good drone footage as a viewer. But try having a nice uh, romantic cliffside evening uh, oh. overlooking the ocean. Yes. And there it is. There it is. It's like a giant mosquito. And a giant mosquito that's uh, videotaping you. So it's a weird giant mechanical mosquito. They are annoying as hell. And I've been to many wonderful locations and overlooks that have signs, no drones allowed. They call it the no drone zone. So there are more and more uh, legislation related to drones themselves. Uh, You know, for the recreational user, the military drones, whole nother story. But the uh, recreational fan enthusiast, yeah, you got to watch out where you run your drone. Now you're right about that. I was actually at a cliffside watching some uh, surfers near San Diego. My cousin took me to overlook this. And this guy, I was watching him and he sent out four drones. Now this wasn't bothering anybody, but four drones over the water to capture this exclusive surfing footage, right? He had a Morgan. He could just hover one there, take another one low. That's professional level, not bothering anybody. The surfers are anticipating it, right? They're part of it. It wasn't just like random guy getting footage of somebody, but I've also played soccer some places where all of a sudden there's a drone far above us and it's a distraction. Like we're playing a game or practicing and like someone's just messing around and you can't help but take it in because it is loud. It is disturbing. Mm -hmm. So 
Uh, but this guy, I can't even imagine doing this. Like, yeah, how good is he? Is he top, top level? He can trust himself to go in that environment and keep control. He could have really hurt somebody, multiple people. He's very fortunate. It just went down and didn't hurt anybody. But uh, I don't know where he's at now in life, if he's in the drone business or in the law business or neither. But, <laughs> he's uh, in drone law. He works in the first he drone law. He's now in drone law. Yeah, call this guy. No, but call, you know what? Uh, Wilson, uh, Peyton Wilson. Jason, some of our listeners may know I have done uh, newspaper copy editing yes, professionally. Yep. And I always look at words. I look at word choices. Uh, I like his, I wouldn't even call it an attempt at an apology. Right. And the operative word is, however. Yeah. However, yeah, however, I, I wasn't in the wrong. I just happened to crash. According to the FAA, Federal Aviation Administration, yes. their regulations ban drone flights over NCAA football stadiums from one hour before until one hour after the game. So no matter what, he's in violation there. Okay. So it becomes then a, a federal crime officially. Yes. And here's news to me. A federal crime can still be a misdemeanor, there right? If we're thinking it's federal, oh boy, this has got to be a felony. This is huge. It's federal. No, he committed officially a federal crime that was only a misdemeanor with a $100 fine. Well, working with them immediately, admitting he did. I mean, maybe that's it. They found the drone. They found the connection to him, but he didn't try to hide. He didn't run from it. He probably said, my bad. It got out of control. Sorry. You know, here's a student, law student. They probably did ease up and not probably. They obviously did. This could have been much more severe. Um, you know, so this reminds me, though, as I was reading this article, I remember watching the news several times in L.A., and there were drones spotted around LAX. What? I don't know. I heard, yeah, they were like pilots were coming in saying, yeah. "Hey, there's you know there's a drone over here," oh. and then they would send the police chopper up to chase yeah. it, and they could not find this particular person. So this person was going around getting some bird's eye view, but in the line of commercial flights. I mean, that's wow. uh, not good. Well, you know, uh, drones. I understand have uh, well, I don't know about all drones, but some of these recreational drones or yeah. or video drones have the capacity. Uh, it's a homing capacity. So as right. soon as it loses signal, it automatically goes back oh. to the to the, the operator, as opposed to just going down or whatever. Yeah, oh, yeah. It automatically it loses signal. It goes back. I am just curious. How did they find the guy? Was he in the parking lot? Where was he? Because if all of a sudden the cops come over to you, hey, were you operating a drone? Could he have been like? No, yeah, <laughs> I'm no. not operating any drone. Yeah, I, I mean, I, unless they see the controller in his hand. I mean, I, I would like to know how that arrest was there an arrest? Yeah, it was a misdemeanor. So there was an arrest. Yeah. Uh, how that actually took place, how they found him and where was he when he's operating the drone? I definitely would like to know that. And as many cell phones were in that stadium, 60,000 plus students, there has to be more footage, you know, shooting the drone. Oh, there's the guy. So there's probably all this like bad footage that we could probably sift through to find it. But that is interesting. If we ever find out more, maybe we can get to the bottom of that. But there's one thing we haven't covered yet. Oh, yes. And that was the football game itself. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what happened? So once it finally got started, it yeah. was indeed a thriller, Sal, with yes. the Wildcats scoring a touchdown with 57 seconds left to beat the Raging Cajuns 40 to 33. Nice. A triumphant right. day in Kentucky. Okay, despite wait a second. what could have been. Wait a second, Jason. It just occurred to me. Do we know? Was this a student of the University of Kentucky? Yes, and I should have made that clear. He was at University of Kentucky 
in the law program. So yes, he is. Okay. Okay. That's probably why they lightened up a little bit. On yes. That. Okay. Had he been from yeah. uh, Louisiana. A raging Cajun. Yes. Yeah, okay. Forget about would, it. Would they have thrown the book at him? Yeah. So that is the story. That is student crashes drone at Kentucky football game 2015. It intrigues me because I think this is even timely now. I mean, this is six years old, but you know, I'm surprised we're not seeing more of this because drones are more accessible. They can probably do more. As you say, if you're out of you know reach, it's going to come back to you. And, and I could see more mandates or regulations like this banning such events. You know, I mean, what is the Super Bowl and like 10 people have their drones up? I mean, what's restricting that from just the ban itself? Is someone else droning the drones? You know, like, <laughs> are they yeah. are they putting their own up there and like seeking? Doo, doo, sure. Doo, doo. I'm sure that's going on behind the scenes. Well, you know, Jason, one of the first drone stories I read about once recreational drones started appearing at the sporting goods stores, yep. a guy realized that his neighbor was sending a drone over <laughs> his backyard to look at his daughter's sunbathing. Hello. Yeah. So that was one of the first cases I remember about. Well, what did he do? Did he, did he shoot it or did he go and talk to the neighbor? Well, I don't know. I guess he called the police and oh, there was, okay. I don't know if there was an arrest, but you know, it made the news. There was some sort of domestic neighborhood issue wow. about, uh, you, you can't send your drone over to someone else's yard. I mean, I don't know what, if they made any new laws after yeah. that. And I mean, is that officially Ill illegal to fly your drone over someone's backyard? I mean, yeah. you know, these, when you have a new technology, you got to make new laws. So who knows what's on the book so far besides yeah. the college football games? Right. Right. Well, one time I came up to my car a few years ago in Los Angeles, and there was a drone. It had crashed next to my car. And even that felt like a violation. <laughs> and I was like, what do I do? It had an SD card in it. Ooh. And I just took it inside, took the SD card out. And it's like, what am I going to do? Post something? I found your drone. I just was like, that was it. I disposed of said drone. But did you look at what was on the SD card? I did not. I, it oh. was not that important to me, but they're just probably flying through the neighborhood. Could have been a realtor and it just, Ooh. who knows? It was not good technology. You know, they lose control. Oh. They literally lost control. So, or you could have seen some sunbathers, maybe. Dang it. Where's that SD card? <laughs> no, definitely not. I, Jason, I, I, I must admit, I would like to own a nice drone for beautiful landscapes. I'm not trying yeah, to irritate they're, they're any, any bystanders, yeah. but I would like to have a nice video drone myself. I would. So, mm -hmm. hey, guess what, Jason? Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> okay. Thank you for the hint, the subtle hint. But that's all I got, Sal. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope our listeners enjoy it. Um, we're doing more misdemeanors. We're going to load up on a few because it's so easy to fall in the murder trap, which we love. Sure. There's so sure. many classic murders and just darker crimes. But yeah. hey, if we see a, a fun or at least lighter misdemeanor, we're going to yeah. slip it in because our show, it's a wide range. It's a yeah. wide range and that's a crime. I enjoyed the fact that there were no injuries. So exactly. Yes, it crashed. Yes, you had broken glass, all bad, but no injuries. So very good. So anything else, Al, before we sign off? Uh, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Copy that. So thank you so much for listening. And please be sure to subscribe to That's a Crime wherever you get your podcast. You can also really help us by giving the show a five-star rating on Apple Podcast. And for all you listeners that enjoy sharing your thoughts, you can leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, send us a direct message, or post a comment on our social media, which is at Just Curious Media. We also highly recommend checking out our other podcast and visiting justcuriousmedia.com.